Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Frankie's Mama Reads. I am your host, Frankie's Mama, also known as Jess, and as always you can find me on Instagram and at Goodreads at Frankie's Mama Reads. So you probably know that I am an avid library patron and check out a ton of books on the regular. So you'll understand my excitement when I got a call from my library last week. Not the recording, but the actual librarian gave me a call. Like what? Did I become a VIP? Not exactly, but they are starting to reopen and a book that I had put on hold months ago just arrived. I was actually the first on the list of holds, so this is a new book, and they are doing curbside pickups for holds now. So they asked if I still wanted the book, which I said, duh, of course. The book I got is My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell, and it is due in two weeks, so it got bumped up to the top of my TBR list. It's about a woman who, as a teenager, was in a relationship with her 42-year-old teacher. She always considered him her first love, but now in the age of Me Too, he's been accused by another former student of sexual abuse. And Vanessa, the main character, has been asked to speak up as well. She said no, at least in this first 20 pages that I've read, but... This is causing a bit of a dilemma for her, where she has never considered the relationship abusive and didn't even consider that he'd been with other students. She thought of it as completely consensual, and now she's not even sure how many other students there are. So this book came out on March 10th, and I have been waiting for it ever since. I am loving it so far. It's definitely not an easy read and not for everyone. Definitely trigger warnings, as you can just tell by that description. But loving it so far, I will definitely get an Instagram post up as soon as I am done with it, uh, with my review. And you can also find the review on Goodreads, of course. But yay for library books coming back and for curbside pickup because I feel like I can resume with the holds. In the meantime, while the library has been closed, and it's still closed, of course, for just perusing the shelves, I have been visiting multiple Dollar Trees, going to their book section, and looking for books. If you're not familiar, Dollar Tree sells everything for one dollar. It's not one of those quote-unquote dollar stores where things are dollar-ish where you might find $15 items. Dollar Tree is the real deal, legit, $1 only, including their books. Hard cover books for $1. So today's episode is my Dollar Tree haul. I have five books to talk about today that I bought for $1 each, total of $5 and some tax. I will tell you that when I saw each of these books on their individual occasions, I had not heard of any of them. So they were all brand new to me. I don't think I had heard of most of the authors either. And I've definitely never read anything by these authors before. 
I first picked up each book because of their cover, and then I went on to Goodreads on my phone and looked up the rating for each book and a little bit of a description because sometimes jacket covers don't really give you quite enough information. So I chose these books based on their rating and their cover, pretty much. And I will get into their ratings when I get into this episode. But first, I want to do my weekly small bookish business shout-out. So, this week, I'm very, very, very excited to tell you about a bookish business on Etsy that is brand new. This is just launched. It's called XO Marissa Designs, and you can find the link, of course, in the show notes, and you can also find a link in my bio on Instagram. Now, XO Marissa Designs has some really, really cool printables that you can download, so instant download to your computer, print them out. So she's got so many cute designs. There's one that says just one more chapter, which of course you all know I love. There's some with wine theme. There's some for dog lovers. There's some children's printables. There's so many that would look good in the background of your Instagram posts or your YouTube video. Definitely social media friendly. So check out XO Marissa Designs. Buy these, download them, print them. Y'all don't even need a printer. Like, I don't have a printer. I send everything to the UPS store or to the local FedEx. They have printers. Use up their ink. Don't even worry about that. And frame these in a cute Dollar Tree frame. Y'all know I love Dollar Tree. And put them on your wall and look like a million dollars because these are so cute. You can find that link in the show notes. You can also find the link in my Instagram bio and go support XO Marissa Designs. All right, so let's jump in to the Dollar Tree haul. Now I mentioned that I had checked the ratings and that I'd get into the ratings a little bit more. So these books are not highly rated, generally. Um, most of the books I found at Dollar Tree were not, so so definitely Dollar Tree has the lower rated books, but ratings aren't everything, and ratings are biased, just like every other review that you're going to find. So I'm hoping that I still find some books that I love amongst the Dollar Tree section. Also, one more thing that I actually noticed was that some of the books that I found at Dollar Tree, not including, like, not any of the ones I bought, but some other books that I found at Dollar Tree, I also found at Walmart in their $5 book bin. So, basically, I'm saying don't sleep on the dollar books and don't judge a book by its dollar price because maybe the $1 books are actually going to be four stars, in my opinion. We'll see. The way I'm going to do the episode today is I am going to start with the lowest rated book and work my way up to the highest rated book um, of my haul. So I am going to start with Don't I Know You by Marnie Jackson, which comes in with a 3.22 rating. Now, this came out in 2016. And from the description, it sounds really good to me, so maybe I'll disagree with these reviews. 
The story follows Rose McEwen, not to be confused with Rose McGowan, from age 16 to 60. Throughout her life, celebrities keep crossing her path. We're talking big names like Bob Dylan, Joni Mitchell, Meryl Streep, and even my girl, Taylor Swift. It's written in first person and seems to be almost an anthology of short stories about her life. It's fairly short, around 250 pages, so I picked it up to see what I think. I'm not a big celebrity person, and I honestly have run into big name celebs and had no clue who they were. I grew up in LA, and my first job was at a Macy's in a really like fancy shopping mall, I guess, that people, celebrities, go to. And I saw Rita Wilson, who, oddly enough, I actually mentioned a couple episodes ago, Tom Hanks's wife. So I saw her at the counter that I was standing at, and no clue. No clue who she was. I also saw Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson at that same time. Definitely showing my age there. Um, but I didn't realize it was them until somebody pointed it out, and then I said, oh yeah, that's who that is. So, I'm not a huge knower of celebrities or follower of celebrities, so we'll see how that affects my opinion of the book, but I am looking forward to reading it, and if you take a look at my Instagram post, this cover is really pretty. It's got like a gold fingerprint over the whole cover, like covering the words and everything. It's kind of a cool design. I actually didn't realize it was a fingerprint until I had already bought the book, so very cool cover, hoping the book is just as cool as the cover. Okay, moving on to the next book with a 3.4 rating. We have Amanda Wakes Up by Allison Camarota. So this cover is a lot more minimalist. It's got just like a red pajama pantsuit and some handwritten text saying Amanda Wakes Up, a novel. So I was intrigued by the title and then the color contrast on the cover seemed something I wanted to check out. And then when I read the description and the ratings, or the reviews I should say, I was definitely intrigued to buy this one for a whopping one dollar. So this is described as a cross between primary colors and Devil Wears Prada. So if you're not familiar, primary colors, since it came out a while back, it's a political story. So Amanda is a news reporter who just landed the morning anchor position, like at a cable news network. She's trying to keep up with the fast-paced news cycle, also while dealing with a very sexist boss during an election season where a former Hollywood actor is a wildcard candidate. Now, I mentioned that the author is Allison Camerota, and that name may be familiar to you if you watch CNN. She is the morning anchor, and she used to work for Fox News for 16 years. She left Fox and then years later accused Roger Ailes of sexual harassment when dozens of others uh, spoke up as well. So 
Her narrative here is written with first-hand knowledge, and I'm really glad I found it. It seems like it'll be good. The rating of 3.4 doesn't say that it will be good, but I have found that books that have a political opinion to them do a lot of times get lower ratings, so you get a lot of political bias in the reviews. I didn't read a ton of the reviews because I didn't want to get too many spoilers, so I'm not sure if that was the case here, but it does tend to be, especially with somebody who is now working for CNN because you say CNN and people just start raging. So I'm going to go into it just with an open mind as if this has potential to be a five-star book. Um, I did watch Bombshell the movie that was about the Roger Ailes Fox News sexual harassment case. So this will be an interesting accompaniment to that. So definitely looking forward to adding this one to my pile. All right. The next book comes in with a 3.49 rating. So just a tiny bit above Amanda Wakes Up. And that book is Things I'm Seeing Without You by Peter Bognani. This is a YA contemporary dealing with grief. It's written in the first person by a character named Tess who is sending text to a boy named Jonah. She and Jonah became friends at a party once a while back and then had a bit of a long-distance relationship via text. They even made up a game called Things I'm Seeing Without You, where they'd each describe to each other what they were seeing. Even though Jonah kept avoiding meeting up with her again, Tess fell in love with Jonah through their texts. They told each other everything. And then Jonah died by suicide. Now, Tess is still texting him, telling him things she's seeing without him. This book is about processing grief, but seems to also have a bit of levity to it. Tess is helping her father at his business, which is an alternative funeral business. The reviews are pretty mixed, though the fours outweigh the threes, and there are more fives than ones and twos combined. So there's a little bit of data to help us determine how this book is going to go. I have been looking forward to this one for a while, and I actually, this was the first of the Dollar Tree books that I bought, which actually made me think, hey, Dollar Tree might have some good books. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I personally do tend to read a lot of sad books and things dealing with death and dying, so I might not be the best judge if you hate sad books, but as soon as I read it, I will go ahead and give it a review and maybe help out the reading a little bit if it ends up being something that I love. Okay, so that brings us to the fourth book, which is The Hike by Drew McGarry. This book has a 3.93 rating, and I actually chose to buy this when I saw that my favorite booktuber had rated it just two stars. Lala from Books and Lala is my favorite booktuber, and she commented that this was possibly the weirdest shit she's ever read. 
and I actually tend to agree with her on most book reviews, so I'm excited to see if I agree on this one too. I will say that the cover and book jacket is super weird. All I know about the plot is that the man goes on a hike during a business meeting, which already that's kind of weird, and he gets trapped on the hiking path. And this is in the fantasy genre, which I'm not extremely familiar with, but it's only 278 pages, so I will go ahead and dive in and see what it's all about. A 3.93 rating on Goodreads isn't that bad. That's actually pretty good. It actually has more 5-star ratings than 1, 2, and 3-star ratings combined. So, this one has got to be pretty good, I think. We'll see. Um, obviously, I don't always agree with the reviews. So, I am this. I might be the most excited to read this one because of how different the one review is that I tend to follow versus so, so, so many people saying that it's a really good book, four and five star book. So excited to read this one and give you that review as soon as I do. This brings us to the fifth and final book, which is actually a bit of a surprise pickup for me because this final book is nonfiction, which is not my fave usually. But with this rating, it seemed like the best dollar she find. That book is Pilgrimage, My Search for the Real Pope Francis. It has a whopping 4.12 rating on Goodreads. So obviously, I had to pick this one up. It is a pseudo-biography that focuses on Jorge Burgolio's background in Argentina and his journey to becoming a pope. I say pseudo-biography because it also includes a lot of information about the author and his family and their ties to Catholicism. The author is Mark Kennedy Shriver. You may have heard of his sister, Maria Shriver, and you've definitely heard of his uncles, Robert Kennedy, Ted Kennedy, and of course, John F. Kennedy. JFK was the first, and only since really, Catholic U.S. president. And that was a huge deal when he was elected. His Catholic faith almost cost him the election. So the inclusion of the author's personal relationship with Catholicism seems like it would be appropriate here. I watched The Two Popes on Netflix, and I loved it, and so I'm hoping this book will be a good complement to that that dives a bit deeper into the story of Pope Francis. Alright, so there you have it. Five books that I found at Dollar Tree. I hope that they sounded good to you, or at least one or two of them did, I think, for me. All of them sound good in different ways, and I am excited to see what Dollar Tree has to offer with these five books. I will give you a spoiler and say that I have a sixth book that is waiting for my next Dollar Tree haul episode, but I want to first read and review these five before I do another haul video, of course. So that one is waiting in the wings 
The only thing I'll tell you is that it's a thriller, so I'm excited about that because y'all know thrillers are my favorite genre. So a Dollar Tree thriller, we'll see. But that episode is a ways out. What I can tell you is the next episode, next week, is going to be pretty cool because I am going to be introducing my very own rating system. It's going to tie in to Instagram pictures, so you'll be able to see the ratings in the pictures, but I will give you a full description of that rating next week. If you enjoyed this Dollar Tree episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can leave a comment on the Instagram post or any of my Instagram posts. Tell me what you think. You can find those Instagram posts at Frankie's Mama Reads. And until next week, keep on reading.